even if it's a you know seemingly failure or setback it's not it's it's only so you can learn and grow and be better and you know maybe you're not getting what you want now but maybe because you're getting something you really need for the future or something's preparing you for something so much better than you could even imagine Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and queen of joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy. And that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome Terry Wade to this episode. I'm so happy that you are here. I don't remember, did we see us in in person like two years ago or nearly three years? And now we connect like this again. And um, it's just so good that this technology is making things like that possible. And um, yeah, let's talk about you and what you do, what's important to you and how do you create joy in your everyday life and what brings you joy? Like these are slightly different things, I think. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. It's such a pleasure seeing you again. Uh, so my name is Terry Wade, and I'm a life and a business coach for entrepreneurs and executives. And I really want to help people connect to their soul purpose here on, you know, on earth. Even, you know, we, I feel we very much are spirit. And then, you know, we have a purpose and a passion that we want to live out here on earth. And so one of my passions is to help people transform their mindset, their lifestyle, and really live a life of freedom. Um, that's always just been so big for me. I've been on a search for like truth and I really want to live, you know, my life like in the way I want to live it, right? We have this one life here. And so I want to encourage other people and inspire others to do what they love, um, you know, whatever brings them joy, right? As you say. Um, so yeah, that's been my, my mission and my purpose is just inspiring others to do really what lights them up. You know, I think we have so much power and such a beautiful, bright light that we are meant to share with the whole world. Um, that's our own unique purpose. So that's what I help bring out in others. And um, yeah, that, that's been my business for the last couple of years now. So it's been, it's been such a pleasure. So I definitely can see that brings you joy, your business. And what, what else is like, that brings me so much joy, like little things in your everyday life, or how do you really create consciously? Like you choose to do it this way so that it brings you joy. Do you have some like stories, examples, like, yeah, that's important to me. And this is important to me. Yeah. Um, well, I love, I love to dance. And so um, that brings me so much joy. So just listening to a good song and, and, you know, just dancing, just being silly and dancing, that really brings me a lot of joy. I think everyone has like a creative way of expressing themselves and movement and dance is definitely one of mine. So that definitely brings me joy. And I love like just laughing. I mean, I think, you know, laughing is like, you know, medicine for the soul. So yeah, just like, just to being goofy, you know, listening to some comedy, um, 
yeah putting on some good music that's probably what brings me joy i have a little cat and a dog uh, and they've become best friends now <laughs> so my oh. kittens are back. And, <laughs> and she's so cute they're so cute together and so it's yeah just finding joy in everything and all the small things i, I really live like in, in an attitude of gratitude so um i look for the good in in pretty much everything so i can find joy and and, and really everything, looking at a flower, I love watching the sunrise and the sunset. I think the most beautiful things in life are free. So you know, the love you feel with your partner or your parents or your best friends. So um, just, yeah, really just in cherishing all those moments that you get to be with your loved ones. Um, and and just finding, finding you know, the silly or the, the, the joy and whatever it is that you get to look at. If it's a beautiful flower, I always smell the roses. There's a pretty rose bush on, on the side of the street where I always walk my dog. And so I always make sure I just take a big whiff and, and just bask in, in the beautiful smell that that brings. Yeah, and with this focus, I think life is just bloomingly beautiful, but you could focus on all the bad things happening in the same Everything is the same, but you just feel desperate. And how yeah. how do you, if I'm totally down and I see all the negative, how do you approach like to help me? Or what, what would you say to all the people listening now? Like, yeah, hello, we are in 2020. And, and like, how can you be so joyful? That's kind of like offending people. How do you, oh how do you see that? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I know, I think, yeah, people, I think we both had, I'd watched one of your videos and, and someone just says like, you know, why are you so happy? Or how are you so happy? And people ask me the same thing too. And uh, what I would tell someone is, you know, just really get focusing, focusing on what they're grateful for. That always like shifts your focus. I think Tony Robbins talks about that a lot, but you can't be like sad and depressed and grateful at the same time. Your brain just can't process both states. So yeah, I think it's just, you know, going back to gratitude. And even if it's the smallest thing, like some people think it needs to be some big catastrophic, like, you know, I got a promotion or, you know, I found the love of my life. Like it can just be the smallest thing like I have clean water like I'm so grateful for that not everyone has that um, even just a running toilet I mean that's kind of a luxury you know that most people take for granted when you think about that so um, yeah I, I would just say shifting your focus to gratitude and then also really like being in the vibration that like I feel like that really raises your vibration when you're in that attitude of gratitude and you're focusing on the good and the joy and then thinking about what you love like for me, love is like the essence of life. Like, I feel like, you know, we are created in like the image of God, but created out of love. And so that's our whole, you know, point of being is just to love, be loved, extend love. So really focusing on like, yeah, like what does bring you joy? Like, what do you love? And, you know, just shifting your focus to um yeah something you're grateful for something that you love doing and i know when people are really really down in the dumps like there's this lady abraham hicks i don't know if you've heard of her but, oh my gosh <laughs> i love her <laughs> i just love her and so yeah listening to inspirational you know it's peace that'll get that'll get you up but what she says is holding the feeling for 17 seconds so say that you're in a down place like holding the feeling of if you weren't in a down place like you know maybe you're put, putting yourself maybe like on the beach is my favorite place to be so you know maybe i'm like putting myself on the beach and i'm listening to the waves crash and i feel the breeze and the sunshine and you know just like holding that space and that feeling for 17 seconds and that kind of raises your vibration but what she says is like you don't want to go from down in the dumps to all of a sudden like 
you know, like, this is the best day of my life. Like, you're going to first kind of start, like, because she'll be like, you can't get there from there. So it's like, you start with, you know, okay, well, like, okay, so I'm feeling really down in the dumps, but yeah, I do have a running toilet. I'm feeling down in the dumps, but I do have some water. I'm feeling down in the dumps, but I've been in this, you know, similar kind of situation before and I got out of it. So I'm probably going to get out of it again. And then once I get out of it, then I can, you know, go grab a Starbucks coffee or, you know, like, you know, just kind of like little, little, you know, incremental baby steps to kind of like get you out of that funk. I love flavor mix. I have them on like on YouTube. And when I do my makeup in the morning, this is a good day to have a good day. And it's just like <laughs> brainwashing you in, in a good mood. And it never fails because I love their, it's so genuine. It's not like you have to do this, otherwise you fail or it's so free. I like you said, freedom is my, is my, um, my goal. And I love when teachings are open and you can make it your own and not like this or this or sorry you're not doing it right it's i love them yeah oh it's so beautiful and what i like is that they're really you know they, you know the the spiritual you know that she's tapping into is i think when you have that knowing like you know abraham really talks about like you know being in the board and you know the universe always wants good for you it's always working out in your favor so, so i think when you have that understanding and knowing that everything is is pushing you towards the better direction like everything's always working out for our good and everything's conspiring on our behalf to be better so i think when you have that understanding that that's kind of the the truth that you know so it's not even if it's a you know seemingly failure or setback it's not it's it's only so you can learn and grow and be better and you know maybe you're not getting what you want now but maybe because you're getting something you really need for the future or something's preparing you for something so much better than you could even imagine and so I think um, knowing that is, is a really, you know, helpful tool for bringing joy and just living out a happier lifestyle. And what do you say if people say like, yeah, that's just daydreaming and having the gold, the, the rose tanned glasses? Or how do you say that in English if you have a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard that before, but I could see that, right? It's like, come on, that's not reality. Yeah. And I actually, yeah, I actually kind of, for, you know, I'll, I, now I'm pretty much in a, I can control my state of being, but before there was times where I learning from like Bob Proctor and Lisa Nichols and they're on the movie, The Secret. So it's all about law of attraction. So you're not seeing it in the now moment. You know, it's like you're, you're attracting it by your vibration and, you know, you know, becoming that person who has it and acting in the way and attracting in the way. But yeah, in the moment, you're, you're not going to see it. So it's kind of like, okay, like you're, you're daydreaming, like you're not making any sense, like look at your actual reality. It's not what you're kind of fantasizing about. But that, yeah, I think that's where like that understanding comes in is, is you, we like are the creators, I believe so much so. And so when you can, you know, like there's all these universal laws that you can work with. And so I just think, yeah, there's like, I mean, there's a law of gestation where it's like you, you plant a seed or you know you're having a baby and it's just going to take time and so knowing that it takes time but um there's been a point where i was feeling like my reality is not showing that what am i doing but then i always go back to the knowing that 
that my thoughts are creating the vibrational state of being that my body's in. And then that vibrational being is going to, you know, control my actions and my behaviors and my habits and what gets attracted to me. So I just, I think you just, the understanding and the study of like how your mind works, how the brain works, like, you know, these kind of principles is so helpful because then when you are in that down moment, you can realize, okay, this is, you know, only going to attract more negative to me is like when I'm in this negative state, then also you have those glasses on of, of like at all times, there's also like the law of polarity. So at all times, there's always good and bad. So I, you know, and it's funny because our perceptions are really creating our reality too, because I can look outside and be like, it's such a beautiful sunny day. And then someone else can be like, it's so hot. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sweaty. And, you know, so it's like at all times you can always kind of, you know, shift. But um, yeah, I really believe in, you know, creating the vision you want for yourself and living because all the, you know, I feel like there's like our five senses, which is like, see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. But what's really unseen that's even more powerful is like when you get to visualize something and, you know, those vibrational, you know, frequencies that you get to live on, the love that you have, like happiness, you can't, um, you can't like, I mean, I guess you could see it with like a smile, but, um, you know, all these things are unseen and they're like even more real than all the things that you don't see. And so I, I think what I would say to somebody is think of a time where, you know, you were, you know, you may, you manifested something or you made something happen that seemed like it couldn't happen, but you made it happen. I know in my life, like when I graduated with my master's degree in business, I told myself, I don't want to go into a nine to five job. I really want to, you know, just be an entrepreneur, you know, somehow, some way that's what I want to do so I can have more freedom with my time and um, just do something I love. And then people were telling me it's not possible. You don't have enough experience. You're too young. And I just kept the faith and the vision that this is what I want. And then right after, uh, like my first job, I got to be a consultant. And someone said, well, you know, we're actually looking for a marketing consultant. And I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what I want to do. And that kind of opened the door. So I started there, then branched off. And um, yeah, so it's just, you know, holding the faith. And even if it doesn't look like it, like when you know, and I would say, yeah, go back into a scenario where you didn't something didn't look possible and it happened because then you have like a point of reference to go off of. So it's like, Oh, like, you know, this has happened before where I didn't think it was possible, but then it happened. So I would just say, if you're feeling like it's not looking like it now, think of a time when it didn't look like it and it happened. So then that'll give you some more faith that it's possible to happen again. And I like Abraham's um, saying, like, be grateful for this gap. Otherwise, you're thinking something and bam, it's here on your doorstep. Like, no, 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 no. I just, I was just contemplating some thoughts, you know, like, be grateful that it's not here immediately. Otherwise, you would have to be really careful with your thoughts. And yeah. that way, with a little gap or a, a, this gestation period, you said you have some time for adjusting and like, oh, wow, that would be different or I, I need to focus on this that way, or I like that. Like you can, you can be in a trouble thought without having the bad situation manifested right away. That's like the, the safety, the safety um, system in this whole <laughs> manifestation game. Um, I love what you say, like, like doors are opening and that's like, if you're taking care of yourself and your thoughts and your mindset, then the doors are 
seems to just open and other people say it's so unfair you're so lucky and say no i'm doing a lot of work for my mindset and 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 my my thinking and then the magic can happen yeah i think that's the magic word too is like you're thinking because it all starts with our thinking you know and and there's this book everything's figureoutable with marie forleo and so she says you know do, track your thoughts for seven days. Like, what are you thinking on a continuous basis? Because what you're thinking is really what's going to show up in your life. And so I recently started this six month abundance mastermind group. And some of the ladies, you know, I did that same thing our first week is you do a thought tracker for the week and really, you know, think what you're thinking or write down what you're thinking. And some of the people were thinking like, oh, you know, like you're such an idiot. You shouldn't have done that. Or like, you should know better. Like that was some of the thoughts that they were having. And then on their outside results, they're not, you know, so a lot of them are business owners, like lady entrepreneurs. So they, on the outside, they're not making the offers to work with people. And because they're having those thoughts of, you know, like, oh, like you're not doing a good job. You're not, your work isn't very valuable. Like those are the thoughts that they're having internally. So then their actions are, are lack of action is because they're not believing in themselves because of those thoughts that they're having. So I think it's so important to really make sure, like I always say like be your best own best friend. Like you would never tell your best friend, like, why did you do that? That was so stupid. Like you tell them like, no, like you're trying and you're going to do it and you're going to make it happen and, and just keep going. I believe in you. So I think we have to talk to ourselves like that and really be our own best friend and our biggest cheerleader and supporter. And uh, it takes, it takes some, you know, getting used to like any kind of habit that you put in place, but that's like a big one. I think our thinking. And so our thinking that you can, I do affirmations every day. So I tell myself like, you're powerful, you're successful, you're a wealthy woman. People are getting great, you know, transformational results from working with you. So so those are the, that, the words I'm telling myself. And then when I, I think that energy you put out. So when I'm talking to someone that, you know, I want to work with, then I'm, they feel that, you know, yeah, like I'm giving transformational results to the people I work with. And then I'm, I'm feeling that, then they're feeling that. And, and I think there's so much, you know, the energy, people pick up on the energy more than they will your actual words anyways. So I think it's, it's really important to, yeah, just stay in that high vibe and, and, and pump your own self up. I think I went on a tangent there, but I really think our thoughts are so important that we got to really watch so what we're important thinking. important and so powerful. And that's, I think, what most people don't know, not being aware of. I mean, you said the, the friend check. I love that too. Like, check what you say yourself and would you say it to a friend? And you said, like, a, a mild version. I mean, I, I heard... In a retreat, we did this exercise and we had to say to our mirror what what we tell ourselves. And it was devastating, like really, really the meanest stuff. Like, wow, don't say that to yourself. You're awesome, you know? So the friend check is a really good one. Like, don't call yourself an idiot or a fat cow every day, like 200 times. That's not healthy. Like, I'm just not yeah. fun. No, like, who, would, who would do that to you? Like only you are so mean to yourself. So let's stop that and, and say, maybe you catch yourself like 10 times again, and then you catch you, yourself before you're thinking it. And then you could say something nice, like, wow, you, you've got this or something encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like Louise Hay. Have you heard of Louise yeah. Hay, yeah, yeah, he has. So she always says to like look in the mirror and tell yourself I love you like every morning. 
just say, I love you and I'm proud of you. And, and then she says like, say, you're enough and I approve of myself. So not only like, are you enough, but I approve of you know who you are and where you are and what you're doing. So um, yeah, those are really important. Those like mirror, look in the mirror and just talk to yourself and, and love I on have, yourself. I have a mirror work book, I think from Louise Hay. I don't know the author exactly. And it's in German translated. In German, some some phrases sound so clumsy, and in English, it's so like like a melody. That's a little fun if you yeah if you're familiar with both languages. Like oh, German is so like so not harsh, but you know some like etchy an etchy language. But I mm -hmm. love you saying I love you to the mirror. I I have coaching clients. They say that's not po I can't do that. And so yeah, well you could try like you're nice or say just like getting to know somebody you don't say some stranger i love you right away so you have to get in in, in contact first but getting there is such a good feeling i love you you're great like saying that to yourself like why not come on <laughs> yeah. you That's are true. with you 24 7 why not being your best friend that's like my persuasion you know like people have to think that that's even possible first. I know that's, that's a really interesting concept. Yeah. I mean, you know, what I think is also really, really important is forgiveness. Like I think if you are holding on to a lot of guilt and shame and blame, and then you're not going to feel that you love yourself. So I think really forgiving yourself for anything in the past that, you know, you might've done, like be easy on yourself. Like we're all learning. We're, we're human. You know, we're not perfect. So I think really forgiving yourself for anything in the past. And I think it's important to forgive anybody else that that had hurt you in the past because like, there's something, I don't know if it's where I found it, but they're saying if you're holding on to like anger, it's like holding on to hot coal and then wanting to throw it at somebody, but you're the one burning from holding that. Or it's like throwing sand into the wind and it just gets in your eyes. Like it, it's like, you're the only one that's suffering from it. So the other person's off living their life and you're holding on to that anger. So forgiving has been such a, a huge concept. And I, and I study A Course in Miracles. I don't know if you've heard of that book, but um, it's a really beautiful text book. It's called the foundation for inner peace. And the, the, the foundation of that is really forgiveness, like is what helps with the inner peace and, um, being able to just be in that state of love when you can forgive and kind of see other people as, cause I really, you know, believe in the oneness. And so, you know, seeing other people as yourself, like in, you know, there's all different like ways to say that the Bible says like, you know, I don't love thy neighbor, but just really, uh, yeah, like being, you know, nice to yourself, be nice to others, that others are doing the best they can with what they know. And, you know, you never know what someone else is going through. So yeah, that forgiveness has been such a huge thing in helping bring me joy to you. What's your favorite forgiveness technique or, or method or what, what do you do for yourself? Or maybe also like first thing you tell a client, like the, easy, the easiest exercise, what is your favorite to do forgiveness work? Yeah, well, I would say like thinking about, well, I think everything kind of stems from our past and then it's like the, the story gets brought up over and over and over again. But yeah, really thinking back to a time when you just like, I don't know, were hard on yourself or a time, like a, a big moment that, that you're holding on to that's blocking you from maybe, like, I think it's hard to know like what you need to forgive, but when it's like, 
So like right now I'm doing this like money mentality makeover course with Amanda Francis. And she says, um, one of her first steps is forgiveness too. And so it's forgiving yourself for any like money mistakes you've maybe made in the past where it's like, you know, maybe I was gambling and lost money or I, you know, spent money where I shouldn't have somebody stole some money from me. So I think it's, you know, first kind of figuring out, um, because there's probably so many areas that we need to forgive, but, um, yeah, but kind of maybe going like each step at a time, maybe relationship wise, like forgiving someone if maybe, you know, they left you or they cheated on you, or maybe you were doing something unfaithful or wrong. So um, I kind of, yeah, maybe like taking it bit by bit. So first maybe focus on your relationships or your money issues, or um, yeah, maybe, you know, there's something blocking you. Like, so I would just kind of think, you know, there's probably so many areas, but thinking about like what your goals are, what you want to accomplish and, and what's stopping you. And you'll know like what's stopping you by um, like maybe, so some people that I work with, they want to show up, but then they have a fear of like visibility. And then that stems from when their mom was harsh on them when they did bad on a school play or a spelling bee. So um, it's, it's kind of just like, you know, something that you really want to accomplish or you do maybe have some goals that you want to accomplish, but you're not achieving them. So then it's kind of looking back into when was the first time, you know, why am I not achieving it? So if it's like the visibility, um, you know, looking back. So when was the first time that I felt like it wasn't safe to be visible? And so, yeah, so it was like, oh, then I realized, oh yeah, my mom shunned me for, um, you know, saying something wrong at a school play or something. So it's like going back to that time when um, it first happened for you and then kind of forgiving that and then seeing how that plays out in, in other areas of your life, because it's all like really patterned. And we kind of tell ourselves that same story, not even realizing it, where it's like, you know, like you're living your, your life today. So, uh, you know, but you're living it from that, that six-year-old self that was, you know, getting made fun of when, you know, they were a, a little kid. So it's like, yeah, having to forgive that. So I know like when I was younger, I was bullied. Um, I had, I had, you know, these two substances growing up and, you know, I was the only child, you know, so maybe that's just how like kids play. And I think people are doing the best they can with what they know. And so maybe that was the best that they could have done at the time. So I really had to forgive them. And that's kind of the way that I did the forgiveness lesson is really knowing that they were doing the best they can with what they knew at the time. And it wasn't that like they had really harsh malicious, or maybe they, they did, but maybe that they had experienced that in their life. So I know my mom, she, her, they went through this whole like cycle of abuse, like, you know, just my grandma and then her mom. And then, you know, so, so my mom really like stopped the cycle of abuse and I'm so grateful for that, but you know, because but she had to go back and like forgive those situations. And so, um, yeah, I think it's just going back into the time where it first happened for you and then realizing like that story plays out over and over in patterns in your life. And so going, yeah, kind of going back to that first time. And there's always like that first time that you can really think of where you felt like it wasn't safe to do something. And then what do you do? Do you have a ritual or you just say, I forgive you and that's it? Yeah, yeah. So um, there's this this thing, of course, in miracles, and it just says. Um, and also, I think Denise Duffield Thomas, she has that that book, Get Rich, Lucky Bee book. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. So she says, like, um, I forgive you. I thank you. I I'm sorry, and I love you. So basically, like, I forgive you. I forgive myself for the part that I played. I thank you for the lesson. Um, you know, I. I, I, you know, I see you and then I'm, um, thank you for the lesson. I'm sorry. And I release you. Then you want to release it and let it go, uh, completely. And so like, once you do that, then you can, and then also what A Course in Miracles says is help me to see things differently. 
So that's kind of where you see them as, you know, that little child that doesn't know better. So that's kind of my process on forgiveness. Yeah, and so cool. It's like layers of an onion, then it, you're free of that. And then there is the, the ripple effect of that not playing out anymore. And then it's like, everything gets easier. Like, all of a sudden, like, wow, okay, now I can be, be visible without um, overthinking something. That's yeah, yeah. And then it's kind of magical again, but you did the work for that experience and that's not easy all the time, but it's worth, like you said, with the, the, the coal. I know that it's a Buddha quote. I, I know, but maybe it's a different. Buddha never said that, that if you hate somebody and you hold on to this hatred, you are drinking poison and hope that the other dies. And it's just you. Yeah. Get, it's the same what you said with the sand and with the with the coal coal yeah the coal, yeah it's that's yeah i heard that one too it's so yeah. true you know yeah. like and another thing too like i remember uh like my mom she had a lot of forgiveness like lessons to do when i was talking to her and she was and she felt like if i forgive them then i'm making what happened okay and it's like no, no no you're not making it what happened okay you're just doing it so that you can live at peace you know go back to to being happy and living living a good life yeah the person who did something really really bad or really devastating this person has to deal with that situation in his or her way like it's not your business to to make that okay for them it's really for yourself and then it's worth the yeah it's not easy but it's worth it to to break free from these from these memories yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, I was just, what, what, what brings you joy? I was just curious about that. For me, it's also the little things, like when you tell like the, the roses and, and like just having a dog or, you know, like all the little things, I'm posting about that a lot on social media because I think it's so important to to show that that's possible. I don't need to go to a vacation i love to go to a vacation but but being happy and joyful is an everyday game for me and also a decision and mm -hmm. just like it, it's so wonderful weather here it's cold in the morning and in the evening but but lunchtime is really warm and um winter is long in switzerland you know so like taking it all in and this golden light in the evening and then i love taking pictures so just walking home or our super boring like get off of the public transportation to our home it's three minutes and just enjoy this walk to the fullest because the light is so beautiful and i'm with my girl and, and then and not always but most of the time i i'm just super grateful for as you said even for the toilet and for i'm going to our mountain cabin next week and i have a gorgeous photo shooting with a with a brand photo shooter and I'm so excited about it. And the weather is beautiful. We didn't know like when we planned that this week will be great. I'm so thankful. And I really was like, please. And then, you know, Abraham Hicks, don't think too much. <laughs> I think just, yeah, I, I attracted now this beautiful weather. And um, in the cabin, we don't have fluent, fluent water, no mm -hmm. tap. And you have to to carry the water from the fountain to the house. No electricity. It's um, a wooden a stove, and you heat with wood. 
So after coming back from from a time up there, and it's so beautiful, you know, it's just slower, and and uh, you have to heat the water if you want hot water. Then coming home, it's like, wow, I'm living in a luxurious resort here. And our apartment is quite small, you know, but seeing all these things in perspective, as you said in the beginning. And what I'm sometimes struggling or struggling a lot is like, I had such a good life, you know, I was bullied too and had some complicated situations as like, I was not so socially fit when I was a child I was always so shy and 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 bullied for that and everything but I had such a beautiful childhood and how can I say like yeah you have to focus on the good you know when when you have really really challenging circumstances it's just sometimes um it's a it's an offending offending thing to say focus on the good be grateful how do you deal with that you know I yeah but then i say yeah even though it's just making you feel better if you try to do so but it's kind of too easy for me to say that i feel that sometimes oh yeah no i felt the same way too because i've kind of just live pretty happy and people don't get it <laughs> and um yeah i mean it's just those those principles of um just the smallest little baby step of of you know it's gonna be okay like things have happened in the past and i think it's really important so i have a really you know it's more this last like year year or so the spiritual foundation but i think it's important for people to have that where you know whatever it is for you like my mom was more of like a hippie and was like peace and love and sunshine and so her going out into nature kind of boosted her mood and that was her feeling connected and you know like one with everything but for, yeah, for me, it's, it's knowing, you know, that, that feeling of, of I'm, I'm guided and I'm protected and I'm loved by something, you know, bigger than this problem that I'm having. So I think that it's, it's good to, so it's, I think it's really important for everyone to kind of have that spiritual foundation, not necessarily religious where you, it has to be like a religion, but just that, that knowing that like, there's something bigger than you that that loves you and that created you for something good i think that's really important so that that will help people because i think when i was younger too and i was going through you know my depression it was because i felt i was like alone in the world like i i felt like i'm being bullied you know at the time my dad was working all the time nonstop to give us a good life right and all i really wanted was just like a hug from him but he was working all the time at the time my mom was in rehab so i just felt so alone and so it's like i think no when you have that spiritual foundation that you're never alone and that you're always you know you know with spirit and you're always you know guided then i think that is really important like a knowing so find, finding everyone should kind of find that whatever that is for themselves um that will bring a lot of peace and joy because that feeling like you're alone in in whatever situation you're going through is really tough but knowing that you're not alone is is the solution i would say <laughs> how did you find that did, did yeah. it occur like like all of a sudden or was it a process too or how i you know, having this feeling, I have it too. It's just the best, but, but how do you find it if you don't have it? That's yeah. You know, it's interesting. I feel like a lot of times people will find it through like a rock bottom moment. And that's why, you know, those rock bottom moments aren't so bad because if it's like, if then from that one rock bottom moment, you can live the rest of your life connected and feeling not alone, then that's not really like that horrible if it's that one moment. But um, at the time I was 
um, I was in it, like when I was in college, I was in like an abusive relationship. And so from there, that was like my rock bottom moment. And at the time I didn't believe, like I didn't have really a spiritual foundation at all. And so my friend was like, do you want to go to church with me? And I was like, well, sure. I have nothing, you know, like uh, why not? Whatever. So I went. And then when I was there, I just, there was like this rock band going on in the beginning. It was like this dream center in LA church. And so yeah, they had like the rock band going. I just felt like the beauty of like the song and the words really spoke to me. And then there's this little boy, probably like four or five years old, like, and I started crying because of everything I was going through. And I just felt, you know, really connected to, to everyone there. And the energy was just so lively. And this little boy came and like gave me a hug on my leg. And I was like, oh my God, this is the cutest thing ever. And so, yeah, yeah so that's when I, I started, that's kind of what started the the foundation for me is I felt this energy of like, wow, like, you know, I'm not alone in this. And the words that they were saying, you know, really spoke to me. So that was my first, um, like, like coming to spirituality, but that was like a Christian church. And then as I started really studying the religion, I just didn't agree so much with all of the like rules and their sin and do this, don't do that. And, and like, you're wrong if you do this. And so some of the things I didn't hundred percent agree with. So now I say I'm more like spiritual than religious. Um, and then I had this experience uh, probably like two years ago now in 2018 in July. And I, you know, I've gotten into meditation. So that helps, that kind of like helps connect you to, to spirit where you, you know, you realize like I'm the thinker, you know, like I am the, I am, but then there's the, the, the thoughts and the outside and everything, but you are that I am presence. And so then, you know, so that meditation helps because you see the thoughts come and go and you're still in, you know, you are still there. Like your, your spirit is still there. So um, I had this experience. I was kind of waking up and I always do a little bit of meditation in the morning and like, thank, you know, thank you for another day. And um, then I had this like feeling come over me where it's like, it was just so like expansive and all knowing and so peaceful and so loving. And it was just like all as well. We are all connected. Like it was just this like blissful state of like almost like ecstasy where, and it was just like, I was just laying in my bed, but I almost felt like I wasn't in my bed anymore. It was just like this like beautiful, beautiful, loving presence of peace and knowing and calmness. And, and I don't even know how long that state of being lasted. Maybe it was like five seconds. Maybe it was 30 minutes. Like it was just so like, time was irrelevant. <laughs> and so uh, I know like with the Course in Miracles, they say that's like a revelation where you have that experience. I feel like that was my experience of being in the presence of God or what it would be like if you're in heaven. And um, so that's kind of, that kind of sparked a huge like fire in me that like, yeah, like that is the truth. And that's not even anything physical, but it felt so real. Like, so that was kind of my, my <laughs> spiritual experience. And now you can go back to this feeling all the time whenever you want or or is it like you need a meditation for tuning in or yeah i well i mean yeah, I, I can go back to the knowing of the feeling but yeah then i can yeah kind of have to like you know get back but i can pretty much go to that that state when i when i want to it um it's like okay this is you know the truth is when something outside of me is going you know not as ideal then i just say okay the truth you know that's my truth is that um you know, infinite peace and love and, you know, oneness and being guided and, and like bliss, that, that's my truth. And so I can, I can go back to that. So when I'm in that down state, it's more of a knowing of that and like the thoughts, but then I can go back into the feelings too sometimes. And I think that's what Abraham Hicks called the alignment. If you feel like I'm on my way, everything is working out for me and, um, and this connection, then you're like in 
power mode. It's so cool to be, and then it can be a boring, ordinary day and you're just having the best day ever. That's, I think that's the art for me. That's the art of being alive and the stage of life. And you're just stepping on it sometimes louder, sometimes more quiet, but yeah, it's, it's game time every day. You have the choices. You can choose what you think, what you say what you do it's so powerful we are so powerful and as you said we're so creator powerful. we're creating our day yeah and i love that you were saying like you're happy that you're going on a vacation but it's not about the vacation that makes you happy it's not the destination it's the every day the sunshine the flowers the just being alive and yeah and i and i like the mantra i think that's gonna be my mantra for today everything's working out for me everything's working out for me <laughs> i love that yeah, I like this rampage of um, everything is working out for me. Somebody did this compilation on, on YouTube of Abraham Hicks and it's just so soothing. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to smile every time I listen. I, I don't know how many times I listened to that already and I just love it. And sometimes it's like, it's like medicine, you know, and Denise Duffield-Thelman says that so um, like, very cool you have to shower like every day or every second day you can't shower and then it's done for the year you know like like mindset work is is ongoing too you you have to no you don't have to but if you want to be in a happy state you have to work on it like with all the tricks you have and you like and don't do things you hate every day to get happy just find how how you can tune into this uh this yeah that's cool feeling yeah that's important yeah finding what it is for you yeah so like for me it's dancing but some people they don't like to dance so whatever it is whatever it is for you right finding that joy and you said in the beginning that you help people to find their passion and i think it's just the only way to go through life to do what you're passionate about how dull is it to do things you hate all the time that's just not healthy but so many people are feeling trapped in a job they hate or whatever it is. And how, how do you help me to find my passion if I, if I book your coaching or your services and I say, I don't know what I want, but I, don't, I, I know that I don't want it anymore like this. That's the, that's the first step, right? That you have yeah. you know that you want to change something. Otherwise... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Knowing what you don't want is so important, but I would say like when you, what do you do that gets you, like you lose track of time. Like you are just in the flow. Like you could do, you just, you'll do it for hours and hours and hours and forget to eat. I mean, that's when you know you're doing something that you love. That's how you know how you find your passion or like what's keeping you up at night. Like for me, like I would stay up at night, like, you know, just doing research on like spirituality and, and, you know, like personal growth and all these things like, you know, that would just keep me up at night because I want to be the very best version of myself. And so I would just, you know, some people like, you know, I don't know, video games and, and I would just be up watching these documentaries and webinars. Like, so like, that's how I know, like, that's what I'm passionate about. And so you know, like, what keeps you up at night? What, what do you get lost doing? Uh, maybe like, what did you even love as a child? Cause so many people lose that childlike fun state of being that they think, you know, now that I'm an adult, I have to be serious. And so what did you daydream about when you were younger? You know, like going back to that state. Um, and then also like testing out different things. Like, you know, maybe, you know, like you want, you thought you wanted to be, for me, I thought I wanted to be a marketing consultant. So do it, you know, like, you know, just try it. Like, you know, and then if, it, if it's actually not something you want, then do something else, but don't be afraid to take the risk and, 
Um, keep trying until you really find what it is that does make you happy and know that it's okay to pivot. And, and also it's okay to fail. And there's really no failure because you're just learning. But so many people, they don't try because they're afraid they're gonna fail or not be good at it. But I think if you go in with the knowing you're gonna fail. So it's like you're, you know, but fail, but not really fail. No one's gonna get it right the first time. Even like Einstein took like 10,000 times before he got the light bulb right, you know, but no one thinks about the 10,000 times he did it wrong. And I think there's also like Michael Jordan has this quote where it's like, I missed like 2000 shots, but I made like a hundred, you know, like even, yeah, all these people where it's like, you don't have, you're not going to make all of them. That's just like unrealistic. So I think knowing that, you know, it's okay to go out there and not be good at it. Like no one's going to be good right away. There's also this thing of saying like with a baby, the baby, you know, that's going to try to walk. You're not going to be like, uh, you're not going to get this. Just give up. Just stop trying. Like, you know, you're going to just keep going until it works. And so um, yeah, I would just say, yeah, keep trying, you know, different things and um, having that, that like energetic, like it, it's going to work out, it's going to work out, then that'll help guide you. And then getting into meditation, that's been like more recently for me, but you find answers and guidance in meditation. When you quiet all that, like they say like a monkey mind where they're jumping, you know, branch to branch and thought to thought where you can just be quiet and then like tune in to like what, like inside like answers come from you and then not having to like yeah think about because if you're thinking so much you might think oh like this is what you know i can do to make money or this is what i can do to you know please my parents or please my partner or you know but it's like when you're quiet and you let all those thoughts get shut down then you can just like you know have that wisdom that we all have with inside us that'll kind of come out and show it to you as well <laughs> so i think i love it and it's so true, but the failure thing, do you know Sarah Blakely, the inventor of, of Spanx? Yeah. The coolest, and I think her dad encouraged their, the two kids to fail every day, and that's such a different approach. My mother always, I played the violin, and she always said, now play it without mistake for one time, you know, like this oh. pressure of without mistake, I think it's so ingrained in us, and if you have a parent that... Um, says if you don't have like several failures today you didn't try anything i think that's so cool and that's what she says like that that helped me immensely either i fail and then i have a funny story to tell or i succeed and until it works out you just go for it if it's if you're passionate enough about that and maybe you find out that no i don't want to do that and then quitting is something considered a failure too i think in in society like oh you don't do that anymore did you fail like no i just stopped because i didn't want to do it anymore it's such so interesting this influence of outside of all these expectations of society and first of your parents and and your surrounding big time oh yeah and i think if you get aware of the the expectations first and then figure out what do I want that's that's a good first step too oh yeah so yeah that's so important Love it. <laughs> it's uh it's just it's like this this universe and everything is possible and we're playing this game of life here and it's so beautiful if we want to because you know your dog walk you could present the same walk to somebody else and this person would focus on, as you said, on all the bad things. 
and it's the same distance, the same surrounding, and this person has a totally different experience. Yeah, and I think even changing our words, I think our words have so much power because like before sometimes, like I feel like this has been a re more recent, but I changed it a while ago. I used to get really like annoyed when my dog would like stop and smell everything. And I'm like, come on, we're walking, like let's go. And then now um, I'm just like, you know, I know there's lots of smells and I'm like, come on love, or let's go babe. Like, you know, just like, you know, using my language where it's like loving and, you know, not like, uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're always stopping. You know, I'm just like, I know there's lots of good smells. We got to keep going. So it's like changing your language around it. I think that'll change your state and then change, you know, how you look at it too. So. And you got inspired to, to um, smell at the roses by, by your dog. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Smelling good things is um is for us too. I just see, I just see you like you're living in San Francisco, right? Or or yeah, yeah. very so, close by. Yeah, yeah. So just imagining you walking by this rose bush makes me so happy that we are able to connect in this way, like visual and with sound. I'm so grateful for internet every single day, like. For some people, it's evil, even social media, like, ooh, so many bad stuff. And I have so many good things happening because of this technology. I just love it. Yes, I love it, too. That's so amazing. And just staying in touch, that makes me so happy, too. I had 30 pen pals when I was a kid. You know, I was running to the mailbox every day. And fair enough, 30. <laughs> it was a lot of work, but nearly every day I had a letter in there. And now Facebook is kind of, I can be in touch with all my friends and, and Ken's families in Japan. You know, it's this, this international bond I feel connected to that makes me so happy. And it makes me just happy talking to you. It's just like, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I love that. And we met at Brandon's, um, Brandon's event. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I went to Bo Eason's event afterwards and some people were the same. So I'm mixing up sometimes. Who do, did I meet there? But you were. Yeah, I know. And Brendan says, bring the joy. And I think you did a really good job with that. You're like, oh, you know, I love technology. I love, you know, and I think, you know, when you say that you find solutions, like Einstein says, you know, do we, you know, do we, the most important question you can ask yourself is, do we live in a friendly universe? And if you say yes, then you're going to find all the friendly and good things. Or you say no, then you're going to find all the, you know, it's like, what lens are you using to look at the world? So, yeah. It's again, the focus. And that's, again, the thoughts. They're so powerful. And language, I think, is, is super, super powerful, too, with everybody, with children, with animals, with people. Children are people, too, but with grown-ups. <laughs> And with yourself, as you said, like um, the self-talk, I just did a blog video about exact that topic because it's so important. And it's like a, a bad virus in society, this bad self-talk all day long. It's just having such a big impact. Yeah. When did you get aware of that? Like, Yeah, um, I think I really became aware of it. Um, like in 2018, I did this Bob Proctor program called Thinking Into Results. And so, um, yeah, that's when I think I really became aware of like checking my thoughts where, you know, then I was like, because yeah, it's like our thoughts become our reality. So then I was like, oh man, well, what am I thinking? And so, yeah, then I was like, wow, I really need to make sure 
I'm thinking, you know, positive thoughts because what I'm thinking is coming true. Like, even if you like, um, you, you say like, oh, I'm so overweight, then, then what you're going to do is, you know, maybe there'll be like a cookie there and you'll eat it. Cause you're like, I'm overweight anyways, you know, or like you have a choice to go for a run or watch a TV show. And then you're like, you know, the, your self image and what you think of yourself is, is like not like a healthy fit person. So you're maybe not going to do those actions that a healthy fit person would do because your thoughts are telling you that you're not. So, um, yeah, I think that was probably when I had that big realization wake up was, um, yeah, in 2018 with that program. What would be like, I, do you know Kat Lotursa or she says now Ruth, Kath Ruth or something. It's an Australian power millionaire women. And I like her, she said, like, what would, if you had one minute and the whole world would listen to you, what would you tell the world? Like, what's your message? One minute, you can have more. Like, everybody's listening. Terry is, is um, telling what's important. Yeah. Well, what I would say is really be gentle and be kind to yourself because, you know, we are... Like we have to live with ourselves. We have to wake up with ourselves. We have to go to sleep with ourselves. So be gentle, be kind. Do what lights you up. Do what you love because like this is our life and really be present in the now moment because right now is all we have all the time. So yeah, be joyful now. Like, you know, everything's happening in the now moment. So I would really, you know, make sure that you are connecting to your soul and doing what lights you up and forgive anything in the past that's ever like, that's bringing any kind of, like hatred, if it's yourself, any shame, blame, uh, really forgive yourself for anything so you can come back to that peace and come back to that joy because joy, love, peace, like that is our essence of being. And, and that's the way it should be. A lot of people think, you know, like they watch the news and really be aware of your thoughts, be aware of the people you're hanging out with and be aware of what you're like letting, like what you're consuming and internalizing. Um, and just really, you know, become the very best version of yourself and do it for you. Don't do it for anyone else um, because you're worth it and you're worthy and you matter and you're so loved and know that you're so loved and you're, you're never alone. <laughs> I love it. You said so. I just imagine this isn't like taking notes. We're like, oh, God, possible to, <laughs> to write down what you said in this amount of time. Oh, that's so beautiful. And it's so true. And, and this... That's Abraham Hicks too, what I love so much, like they saying, we are so sorry that you're taking this life so serious. You're just here to have fun and joy. Like, oh, wow, really? It's hard. It's, I have to work for my money, you know? And then this possibility of really just, just joyful and, and having fun. I love that. It's like a permission to have a fun life. And maybe others are offended or, or, triggered but that's not my problem and then i can spread the word word that you can design that for yourself too yeah yeah just be the light and let your light shine the world needs more light for sure yes yes and you're shining bright and you're always when you make a comment on some social media of myself i'm like oh it's like it's like a present that's what i love about social media if you're kind in social media again you can you can, the ripple effect is happening there too. And being kind and, and, and authentically like grateful or commenting, it's just powerful. It's also words and thoughts and, and that's yeah. having an impact. Definitely.
thank, thank you, you so much for your time and for your energy and for your light and for your shining and for your wisdom it was so nice talking to you oh such a pleasure thank you so much thank you and take care with uh, everything happening in great wonderful america i i was there in kindergarten when i was four in iowa city so i really i really love the united states and um yeah i'm sending so much love and good energy over the ocean <laughs> <laughs> i feel it i receive it <laughs> thank you so much take care of yourself and talk to you soon another time and thank you for today bye if you liked this episode, I look forward to a review from you and it would be so nice to hear from you what you liked best and what is your takeaway and maybe it sparked some idea. You really are surprised to, to have this idea now and you can go and create joy for your life. And please tell me about it. I would love to hear from you. My contact details, you will find them in the show notes. Have a wonderful day.